Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 4, A Special Book The friends ran past Mr. Chambers. They couldn't talk anymore because they were almost out of breath. Up ahead stood the big old oak tree. Its roots had grown so large that they had pushed up the sidewalk around it into a small hill. Some of the roots even poked through the concrete. As the shoebox kids ran around the tree, they jumped easily over the hump of sidewalk and the roots. Sammy glanced back again. The brothers were still coming. Why don't they give up, he wondered. They're probably having too much fun scaring us. Again, Sammy prayed, asking God to help them. When Sammy looked around again, he saw Larry trip over the sidewalk. He fell and skinned his arm. Then Doug tripped over a large root. His ankle twisted underneath him, and he fell down, too. Sammy slowed down and stopped. Come on, Sammy, Chris said. Don't quit. Look, Sammy said, pointing at the twins. Larry was holding his arm, and Doug was holding his ankle. Neither one seemed to be interested in chasing the shoebox kids anymore. Thanks, God, Sammy said quietly, looking heavenward. Hey, Chris laughed. It looks like the big oak tripped them up. And I used to get tired of always leaping over those roots, Maria said. I'm sure glad those roots were there this time, though. Me too, Didi said. The shoebox kids walked the last block to the library, leaving the brothers to nurse their injuries. They talked about why Mr. Chambers came out and yelled at them. Maybe he knows the ball went into his house, Chris suggested. Maybe he knows I reached into his house, Sammy said. He was watching us for a while, remember? Or maybe he was just being his old, mean self, Maria said loudly as she opened the library door. Shh, Didi said. We're in the library now. They found an empty table in a corner of the library. Then they headed to the computer system that listed all the books in the library. Since Sammy had done lots of reports, he knew just how to look up a subject on the computer and find the books on the shelves. First, he looked for books on the Underground Railroad. There were a whole bunch listed. Sammy wrote down the numbers and handed the paper to Dee Dee. She, along with Maria and Chris, went to the bookshelves where they would be found. Next, Sammy typed in secret rooms, but found only a couple of fictional mysteries listed. They weren't any help. The books he needed had to be about real rooms. Sammy thought a minute. What else could secret rooms be listed under? Maybe hiding places? Sammy typed in hiding places. There! Hiding places in history. Bingo, Sammy said a little too loudly. Shh, the librarian said. Sammy quickly wrote down the reference number and went to the bookshelves. When he returned, the others were there with a stack of books. Wow, Sammy said excitedly. I never thought there would be this many books. Why don't we split them up? Exactly what are we looking for? Chris asked as he picked one up. I don't know for sure, Sammy answered. I guess you should look for chapters that talk about the houses where the slaves hid. Pay attention to any mention of secret hiding spaces or rooms, and keep your eyes open for any pictures or drawings of secret rooms. If we can find a picture of one, that will prove that Mr. Chambers's secret room could really exist. The four of them got busy. Each one read through the table of contents and turned to chapters that might contain the information they needed. Sammy picked up the book called Hiding Places in History and read through the listing of chapters that included Christians in the Catacombs, Stations of the Underground Railroad, and secret rooms for the Jews. Wow, Sammy thought, there were secret rooms all through history. The slaves on the Underground Railroad he knew about, but what did the other people need to hide from? Hey, Sammy, Maria whispered excitedly. Sammy jumped. He had gotten so involved with his book he'd almost forgotten where he was. Look at the picture I found in this book, Maria said. All the others gathered around Maria and looked at the open book. There was a picture of a barn. 
Maria quietly read the paragraph beside it. Sometimes the people who operated a station or safe house had to construct secret rooms to hide the slaves and to protect themselves for helping them. They sometimes did this by making a second wall a few feet inside the real wall. Unless measuring the outside width of the barn or house and the inside width, it was almost impossible to tell that there were two walls. Maria turned the page. Sammy gasped at the two pictures he saw. One, a diagram, showed how a wall had been built a few feet inside the outer wall of the barn. The caption read, The last two planks could be pried off to allow people to squeeze through. Once they were in the space, someone nailed the boards shut. The second picture showed the inside of the barn. It was impossible to tell that this was not the real outside wall. That's it, Sammy said. That must be the way the secret room in Mr. Chambers' house was made. Sammy, Maria said, just because a room was made to hide slaves in a house on the Underground Railroad doesn't mean there's one in Mr. Chambers' house. Nobody had slaves around here, remember? Well, I think there is a secret room, Sammy said, but I guess I do need solid evidence to prove it. Then Sammy had an idea. Come on, he said as he walked up to the librarian's desk. Excuse me, he said to the librarian. How could I find out about old houses in town? Is there any way I can find the building plans to them? Our local historical society may be able to help you. If a house is of historical interest due to its style or when it was built, they may have some information on it. You could also try the architectural firm of Smith and Bowers. They might have some old building plans at their office. Thanks, Sammy said. He and the others walked back to the table. So that's all we have to do, Sammy said. We'll go to the Smith and Bowers firm where they draw up the plans for new buildings. We can ask if they have the original plans to Mr. Chambers' house. Well, we sure can't go now, Dee Dee said. I gotta go. We do too, Chris and Maria said. Sammy sadly agreed as they put the books back, but he got out his library card and checked out the book on hiding places. He wanted to read that book at home. The friends headed out of the library together. Maria and Chris turned up the street toward their house. Dee Dee went in the opposite direction. Sammy crossed the street and continued back the way they had come. He jumped back over the broken sidewalk and roots of the big oak. Sammy thought about the twins. I wonder how Larry and Doug are. Although he was glad the brothers had stopped chasing them, he began to think he should have gone back to make sure they were all right. As he passed by Mr. Chambers' house, he looked at the round window. Sammy stopped in his tracks. The sun was behind the trees so that Mr. Chambers' house was dark in the falling shadows, and the only light coming from his house was coming right out of the small round window. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 9, The Secret of the Hidden Room, written by Nancy Speck, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.